Welcome back to Swanner Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. And, uh, well, it's been, it's been a crazy week. Crazy week. I mean, not really television or anything, but just my life. But that's a whole other story. Um, you should have let's your start own with this reality one. show. You know, I do. I need one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. On, on Survivor this week, uh, we're down to the, the top five or the final five. They uh, backdoor Drew, and I think he was going to cry. It, it, I'm pretty sure he was like at the like the edge of tears when he got eliminated. He looked really confused when he was taking his torch over to Jeff to be snuffed out. Wow. So yeah, it was uh, those those are the harder ones. You like it when they're like, "Wow, you really got me, you motherfuckers." That's always much more fun. But you know. You just you know how it is. You, as soon as they cry, then it takes all the fun out of everything. Yeah, yeah, well, it anyway. does. Um, there was a okay. You know, always sunny in Philadelphia. There's this uh, um, one episode where D is uh, D is he, she is the uh, the only woman in the regular on the show, and uh, she's the sister of one of the characters, and she gets pregnant, and so the guys are trying to figure out. Okay, you know, we're going to be uncles to the, we're practically going to be fathers to this kid. So they spend the whole show proving what terrible fathers they would be, but yet they're there for her at the hospital and she hands over the kid to uh, this tranny that paid her to have the baby. And uh, just, yeah, it was, and it was the whole idea. uh, They go, You gave the baby to the tranny? And it's like, Oh my God. Now, this is, this is like late uh, 2000. 2000 so like 2009 2010 and just- uh, i don't know it was it it's like the disclaimer that you know warner brothers or right. disney has to be it was it was unacceptable then and it's unacceptable now how right. dare you it should be just, old it's it, it just you're just sitting there sometimes just going how do they how did they get away with it then i mean i know it was cable you know it wasn't network so that there was right. that but still, um, and and it's and it's if it's not that, it's literally something worse, something worse. So sure, um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm watching it strictly because to say that I watched the series, not because I think it's hilarious or funny or anything. Sure, right? Yeah, you're educating yourself. That's right. How, and how how far we have progressed progressed as a people, and how or much have better we, we have is become. the question. Have we? I, I hope. I hope mm-hmm. we. have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, let's see the end of uh, this, the end of the season for Bill Maher. Um, uh, he always, he always goes January to uh, December as well, actually January to November as his se- season. But what was kind of cool was because they were off for like four or five months. Um, oh, a people, okay. A lot of people didn't work. So he ended up working an extra four weeks into what would normally be his vacation time since he just got off a long vacation already. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, he wasn't hurting for money, but there's, you know, his, your crew doesn't work. Your writers don't work. Your directors don't work. You know, nobody get nobody's getting paid when there's a strike. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. There's a huge, you know, the caterers aren't getting paid either. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. So, so uh, I thought that was kind of cool that he he said, "Well, let's work another four weeks into the season, considering we didn't have much of a season to talk about." So, sure, it was good. Um, let's see, uh, Bachelor in Paradise. They did have their their big finale. They promised us a wedding. 
And what they did was they brought uh, two fame whores from a couple seasons ago that got together. And now they want to make sure that they really ice their place in bachelor paradise um, by getting married on bachelor in paradise where they, you know, basically met three years ago or two years ago. Stop it. I'm going to cry. And so they get married out on the beach. And uh, uh, so I guess they get free trip back to wherever this is filmed and they can probably honeymoon there while they're still, you know, closing up the shop for uh, bachelor in paradise. I don't know. I don't know how they work it. But I guess it's a free wedding, right? Sure, sure. In sure. a destination, just destination wedding at that. Even better. Oh yeah, for free. Uh, it was it was sad. Then the. Well, uh, I wonder though, did they have friends and family there? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, think was, I don't think it was everybody. I, I I actually I was speeding through, so I'm not really sure. But uh, it looked like it was just the the rest of the scabs on the beach that uh, are in Bachelor in Paradise this season. Sure. Um, then, uh, they did have an engagement now, um, Aaron, I think it was Aaron B, uh, Aaron from charity season that that was the bachelorette that just was, uh, just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the one who was so desperate to get a girlfriend. Oh my God. I, you know, I'm here. And he followed her to Fiji even after she had, you know, gotten rid of him. He, he flew to Fiji. I don't know if it was at his own cost or not, or the, the company said, well, if you'll go, we'll film it and we'll pay for your ticket. I don't know. I'm not sure what, which was which, but so, and, and, and before the season started that they were talking about how, He's a he's kind of a more of a creep than anything. Well, he got engaged. Blah. Um, Yay! So I never liked him. He was also a big tattletale. You I know, mean, boo! The, yeah, yeah, it's not good. So, and then uh, I don't know what else happened. I don't care. It was like it was getting good, and then all of a sudden, people are going, "Well, I'm not finding anything here, so I'm leaving." It's like, but there's a show, and now you're leaving us with the garbage people. It's terrible. So mm. uh, it was an unhappy Bachelor in Paradise season for me, ultimately. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Squid Game. Uh, fin- uh, we finished. Oh, I finished up Squid Game uh, on Netflix. This is the reality series. And it, it turned out really, it was really kind of a, they, they, they mirrored it quite a bit to the, the series. But they uh, they they did some make some variations like they didn't kill anybody. That was yeah. Uh, but um, the way they made it was made really well. I'm I'm really surprised how much I ended up liking it, and 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 I became invested in the the characters. So sure, sure. Um, and the and the uh, the three people who made it to the third spot, I would say that they they're not my favorite people on the show but uh um i definitely was happy who didn't make it you know who was knocked off at the last bit right, right. there were some horrible horrible people you know just horrible um let's see uh squeaking out let's see mass singer this week they uh they revealed two people uh one was this chick that i don't know her name and i didn't write it down and um and then the other was john oates of holland oates Oh, that was kind of cool. You know? Sure. Yeah. And of course, this was probably they they usually make these things about six, eight months ahead of time. So that was well before he uh, got the uh, court order against uh, that uh, Daryl Hall put on him. So 
You have oh, heard of I, it. I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, there's uh, uh, they John uh, Daryl Hall is suing John Oates for something. There's a restraining order on him uh, for something. Uh, so I'm figuring he's trying to take Colin Oates out on his own or something. You know, he, you know I can sing all the songs. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I, I'm guessing because no one seems to know what the the uh, lawsuits against. But it's kind of hmm. exciting. You know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, we continue to get more wieners in Minx over on Max, so that's good. Yay! And uh, let's see. Uh, I did finish the Santa Claus finale on that's Disney Plus. That's the series, the Tim Allen series. Santa. No, Claus. What was this? Tim Allen. I'm series? looking at um, Matt Santa Singer. Claus. Oh, oh yeah, where he finds the suit. Uh huh. No, well, this is not the movie. We're talking the series. So he's got a trainee. Okay. Yes. Well, technically, he's trying to train his son to be the new Santa Claus, and uh, the uh, uh, old Santa Claus that was converted into a Nutcracker because he was a crazy guy. Um, he got released from the Nutcracker, and he was trying to take Christmas back. Nutcracker. That's yeah. not appropriate. So, because you know, Nut House, which is what that's not appropriate it's now what an institution or i don't know what do they you call them what's that you done i don't know i just i'm a little surprised i'm a little shocked okay but they would uh, they would use such offensive language and in, in, in symbology for for someone crazy we're not allowed to use that one anymore for someone who is mentally ill or maybe it's mentally unwell so or is it uh, I did, impaired? Uh, I'm so I did confused. see uh, on Netflix, there's a new stand-up special. Well, it's not really a special. There's two episodes. So I don't know if it's a short series, but uh, it's called Verified Stand-Ups. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, uh, bookmarked it. I haven't watched it because there's like, there's a bunch of them. There's, yeah. I think there's more than just two. There's like three or f maybe four or five, and they're yeah. all an hour long. I've only mine only shows two, Very but uh, but there's six people in each episode. Oh, so, maybe so I it's got uh, wrong. It uh, so, so it's interesting because uh, you got some people who are really good, really good now because this is like the old uh, um, things that HBO used to do all the time, where they get all the new new people out and you know give them ten minutes. Sure. And, Put on TV, so, um, uh, so you got you got some that are like hysterical, and then all of a sudden you'll get one that you're like going, "What in the hell am I watching? This is a this person is terrible. I can't wait to see if you dislike the same ones I did." So you, I'm looking at the list right now, and I know I like Rosebud Baker. I've seen a couple of her uh, stand-ups on YouTube, um, and she's she's kind of a dark comedian um her dad was jim baker who worked for the reagan administration and her daughter sister died in jacuzzi which she makes a bunch of jokes off dolce sloan i've seen before and i like her um now i do not like that chick that they have um i think her name is esther something um or maybe that's not her uh but the the chick they have as as the thumbnail for the 
for the uh, for the show. She looks like an old school. Well, she looks like she could be the Wicked Witch of the West. No, just kind of not an attractive female, and I guess she does like dirty, raunchy stuff, but it's not funny. I think it's supposed to be the fact that she's ugly, but telling raunchy jokes is is her shtick. Well, and I'm not a big big fan of her. She doesn't. She's not playing ugly. She's like, and that's the thing. I mean, it was one thing if you know, you know, like you know, ugly guys, you know, go, oh, you know, I'm a dog and I got a small dick. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, when they go, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, if, if uh, Mr. Iglesias is talking about how thin he is, then you're like going, I'm really confused with what's going on here. It's, sure. it's not reading correct to me. And I'll tell you, I don't know why, but it's gotten to the point where almost every female, well, female comedian that I see, I'm thinking they're lesbians. So when they go, so my boyfriend and I, and I'm like, no way you have a boyfriend. Come on. Who are you kidding? And um, I, maybe I'm just, I don't know what's happened to me. It's just, I, I guess every time I, I see. Which people, they all look like Mrs. Maisel or. Uh... No, no, no. They, they vary. I mean, well, a lot of them look like, uh, you know, they should be uh, like uh, riding on a bike, like a motorcycle, you know. They're, well, they don't all look like you're making them sound like you just see fortune themester in all of them. It's kind of that's what I'm seeing a lot, and then they yeah. then all of a sudden someone will come out there. They got like a half shaved head and and like a feather earring, and they're like going, you know, I'm going down to my girlfriend. And I'm like, I just don't know what to think anymore. I don't know you're so old. I know. So, but the when the ones that are good are really good. That you know, there's some really good ones that I will personally be looking out for if they come uh, through Sacramento and sure. see them. Uh, I also saw um, the British baking show. Uh, this is what happens is uh, every year they do a Christmas episode, the week of Christmas, and they do a New Year's one after the first of the year. This is on Channel 4. So they, uh, um, so we actually saw last year's, which still has uh, Matt from uh, uh, Little Britain. Mm. He, they fired him last year. Uh, oh, Matt Lucas. Yeah, but he he was on this was these were the last two episodes he did last year before they died. Ah, I see. So yeah, um, yeah. So uh, but it was uh, the the New Year's episode was especially especially good. They had a lot of people I liked that they brought back to um, participate. I and why did they fire him? Uh, because uh, the audience hated him. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did see uh, the Bishop's Wife this week. Uh, Christmas story, Christmas. That is the uh, the the part two of the original story uh, that takes place uh, once Ralphie is a uh, an adult with. Oh children. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good show. Um, and then I also saw was that oh, Love Actually, which I think you hate, right? Yeah, terrible. Okay, dumb. Um, yeah, um, but. You know, I, I kind of like it. I'm, I'm, it's growing on me. It, it no. I, yeah, I, it, I remember thinking, I don't get this. I don't understand why people like this. And then I watched it again because I Guess hated it as the good as mine. I hated the old uh, rocker character because he was Bill Nighy or something like that. He, well, yeah, but I, I hated his character. You know, it's like, and then I started 
kind of feeling for his understanding his character and uh sure and you know then uh um uh, you know somebody cheats on on emma thompson and i get pissed off and so that confused me too so sure yeah, anyway yeah. anyway um i like the show now and then i did see let's see what is it um i did watch strictly ballroom and i watched um uh hairspray because i wanted something I wanted I, the original I, with uh, Divine John Waters. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. Um, I want. There are two movies that give me just joy, and and I've I've been really, you know, pumping down the uh, Christmas movies. So I, I wanted something that wasn't Christmas, and I wanted, but I wanted something that I was going to laugh at. I mean, that hairspray is still so fucking funny, and and and. You know, it's it's relevant. It's it's it can oh, sure. be, it's a uh, such a good show, and strictly ballroom is just I, I love the show, so I was happy about that. I think that's been on my Netflix queue for like a couple of years now. And every time I've I never seen, no, every oh. time I go past it, I'm like, should I? No, I can't. No. It, well, it's 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 all a, a farce on ballroom dancing. With a with a story, you know they'd have to have a story with it, but it's showing, sure. uh, you know, just the uh, the fact that. So it's it, like um, Mighty Wind or any of the. No, 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 no. It's it, it's it's actually it's it's making fun of it, but it's it's uh, as, as part of a um, an actual storyline. It's not like a fake show. Well, I guess wow. they weren't really fake, were they? Um, well, you, you, there's anyway, the mother character is just so amazing in the show. She's just insane. Um, I love her. And oh, I'm sorry, uh, mentally ill. Uh, and uh, uh, but yeah, she's she's something else. Uh, really, one of one of my favorite movies, actually. I take it back, it's not on there anymore. Okay, and but then, it was for a while, I believe. Yeah, uh, well, it is on Voodoo, so you can go there and see it. Oh. And then uh, finally, I did watch The Family Plan, which is the new Mark Wahlberg movie on Apple TV. And this is direct to streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, uh, he he plays a an assassin who has retired and is in hiding somewhere, wherever they were. I think they were somewhere in New York or, yeah. Um, and uh and he was hiding, and then uh, the bad guys found out who he, where he was, and they were coming after him and his family. And the movie was 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 fine, but they just had this baby. He's first of all, they've got two teenage kids and a baby. Oh, you know, sure. What, what, you, you were, you've gone wrong here, and I should know that because my brother tells me nothing like having two teenage kids and then a baby, and that would be me, um, because my parents had teenager you know teenager in the house until they were 60 sure so you, you were the jimmy choices. osmond i get it i get it uh yes exactly jimmy osmond and we're playing right into your your you were so good um but um it's just and it's a baby so it's doing like this and they go oh yeah he thinks it's funny and i'm like oh i hate kids okay um go ahead what do you got so speaking of hating kids yeah. Well, first of all, let me say for I watched uh, for movies this week. Um, I thought it would. I thought there would be some sort of 
Christmas relation to it based on the title. There is none. And that is the ginger dead man, which these are, I didn't write down the, the years, um, early two thousands, uh, by full moon entertainment, which is kind of like a trauma type studio. They make a bunch of B movies, uh, release directive video or streaming services. Um, their big one that they did. Well, the big name that they had at the time was puppet master, or that's the one that's kind of, um, big for this particular studio. Uh, the ginger dead man starred Gary Busey and nobody else. Um, and basically J Gary Busey is uh, a criminal who is uh, electrocuted. And then for some reason, uh, his mother, which we don't know that it's his mother uh, sends the ashes to a bakery of someone he held up and somehow uh, his ashes get mixed into the flour, blood gets mixed in the flour, uh, then as it's baking, it gets electrocuted, all by happenstance. That's amazing. <laughs> and then we have an evil gingerbread man uh, that goes on a killing spree. This is shocking. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. The bonus was it is like they're all, and I watched three of them. Uh, but they're all less than 70 minutes or they're all about 74 minutes long, but you take off the opening credits and the ending credits and they're an hour. So, yeah. you know, uh, so there's, so there's the ginger, ginger dead man, the ginger dead man two, And it was, I think originally released as the bakery of blood, but then they changed the name to passion of the crust. <laughs> and then, and that one, uh, Oh, gosh, I can't even remember what that one is about. And then there is the Ginger Dead Man 3. Oh, the bakery, uh, Passion of the Crust. He ends up uh, ending up on like a, a trauma type movie lot and killing everyone on the movie lot. And then Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. He goes back in time to 1977 or 78 and... Uh, kills a bunch of people at a roller disco um but uh there's a drag shit i should have wrote her name down too i thought i thought i was gonna remember it uh there's a fairly famous drag queen that was in that one um so um i'm not quite sure why she was in it but she was give me a second here um yeah they were all terrible but again less than an hour long so uh jackie b jackie b was in that one so there you go. And none of them had anything to do with Christmas. So that was kind of a kind of a, a letdown. Well, I'm shocked that I was selling this shit between uh the, the you know during this time period and I don't remember ever hearing this name. Well, so and the reason it uh I watched them is because my cousin who doesn't know the difference between good bad movies and just bad bad movies uh thought that I would enjoy this. Um and she was wrong. So, uh, you know, I kind of have to knock her down a peg or two by saying, you know, you're, you're, there's a difference. There's a difference between artfully bad movies or enjoyably bad movies and just trash that should never have been seen the light of day. Well, now, did you watch um, uh, the ginger dead man versus the evil bong? No. Oh, so you haven't seen the entire... I'm not a completionist, no. 
<laughs> it looks like there's a bunch of like short films and videos that they did. Oh yeah. Wow. This was who I, I mean, like I'm saying, I mean, I knew the puppet master that that's, that shit sold like crazy, but the ginger dead man, I just do not remember. <laughs> and I'm surprised if they had brought that out, that Gary Busey wouldn't have come into our building. Sure. Sure. I figured they would have brought him by, but okay. Well, yeah, well. Cool. well, thank you for educating us. Anything else from you? Sure. So for uh, Christmas, you know, I like uh, fishing through the YouTubes to uh, watch old uh, Christmas specials. Now, uh, my theme this year is we, you and I had a conversation offline when I blew your mind uh, by letting you know that One Bad Apple was not a Jackson 5 song. God, I just, what, did, what was, God, <laughs> It was the song was written for the Jackson Five, uh, but they passed on it, and uh, it was picked up by the Osmonds. So this year, I am watching the Osmond Donnie and Marie Christmas or the Osmond Christmas, and they have one every year from 1976 through 1981. Um, I've watched 76, 77, and 78 so far. Uh, in for Donnie and Marie's Christmas 1976, it's a mix of a stage show, and I don't know if the Osmonds have a theater in Utah. Um, but it was outdoors somewhere in Utah, it looked cold, it looked awful. Um, and then the uh, the other half of the show was in the Osmond family cabin. You know, kind of like how Judy opened up her house to shoot her well, special, which was nice because, you know, I mean, in those days, you know, the, those people were very, you know, they didn't want cameras around. They didn't. So letting the cameras come into their home sure, and the crew and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's yeah. amazing. Um, so, uh, let's see, uh, way too many kids. Cause of course there's, I think nine Osmonds and then all their wives and they all have two kids each. So there's just babies running around the set. Cause I want to give it that hometown family feel. Um, the first guests were on the first show were Paul Lind, Andy fucking Williams. And there was way too much Andy Williams, but then Andy Williams gave the Osmonds their start. So, you know. Might as well pay him back. Um, and then, as I was mentioning to you, you know, I think I don't know how old and I don't have their names because who cares? But the oldest Osmond at that time had to been probably close to 30. Donny Osmond was 21, I believe, in 76 or close to it. And then there's Jimmy Osmond, who was the youngest, and he was about 12. So mother and father Osmond are there in their wheelchairs and they're peddling this 12 year old chubby kid as the next big Osmond star. And he does um, get two solo numbers and we're like, I'm just like, gross, gross. Cause he's, ugh, he did, I mean, I, well, like as you said, a, the baby at home, you got a house full of teenagers and a baby at home. What were you thinking? And and then the first the first one was produced by Sid and Marty Croft, which I it was funny because uh, um, I think Marty Croft just died, and I um, uh, was reading what what shows they had they had produced or he had produced, and one of them was the uh, 
Donnie and Marie. And it was like, what? What? Okay. I mean, I guess, I mean, they were very kidsy. You know, I mean, that was their, their shtick. So, yeah, I mean, I would call it family friendly because it was, but it was no more or less family friendly than, than like, say, let's say Lawrence Welk from that time period. Um, I mean, it wasn't, you know, goofy, kidsy type of right. thing. Um, 1977, Donnie and Marie Christmas, uh, Paul Lind was a guest again. Uh, Andy Williams was like, nah, I'm, I'm not coming back for this. Uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir was a guest. Was that the entire Mormon? Yeah, it was the entire Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Is that what, like three people, four people? <laughs> Inside joke. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Um, and it was actually, it was the same exact show. I mean, some, some different numbers as the previous year. So it was a mix between that stage show and a set show. Um, <laughs> They opened with, I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll. Marie sings a couple of uh, numbers on her own that are more ballady. And then Donnie sings a couple numbers and they've got all the crazy camera angles and the and flashing lights. Was it Christmas songs? Like mm-hmm. sing Santa Claus come to town and Marie sings yeah. the, um, you know, Christmas song. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were maybe originals. They weren't. I mean, sure. most of them were traditional. Some of them were original. Um, and then in the credits that year, uh, Marie's gowns were designed by Bob Mackey. Aww. Well, it was CBS. You know, he did everybody. Oh, was it CBS? I see. There, there don't. There's no. I, I, I actually, I don't know for sure, but oh, okay. it's just like, uh, it's just, I know that Cher was, and that was uh, CBS and Carol Burnett was, and that was CBS. So I figured, you know, if as far I, as network goes, I would say, yeah, CBS is very Osmond yeah. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Marie's gowns were done by Bob Mackey and Bruce Valanche uh, was a writer for special that year. So I thought that was a bit interesting. Don Me and Re, 1978. Oh, there's more. <laughs> we're, we're moving away from the focus on being Donnie and Marie. They actually introduced the brothers by name in this oh, special. A, I thought that was just one, two, three, four, five, and Jimmy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now there's Verl, Merlin, Verl? Merlin. Yeah, there's a V I R L. Oh, Verl. I thought you meant like Burl eyes. I'm like, no. no. There could be. Uh, but apparently, I think the rest of the family said, okay, this is the, the uh, we, we are the Osmonds as a whole. Let's stop giving the limelight to Donnie and Murray here. Uh, Donnie is now married. So of course they have to bring his uh him and his wife out and they do a number uh together uh three times a lady they sing together at the time and then uh they're still trying to make Jimmy a thing he still gets two solos and then the wives get a whole number to themselves um the 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 boys get a number in the kitchen cuz of course they're going to cook the holiday dinner which was just up just a shit number. It was terrible. And then the wives get their own number. And on this one, there were no credits at the end of the uh, special. So I don't know if there is any sort of interesting uh, clothiers or, or writers or producers that were associated with this show. And it was um, 
they only did one number at the outdoor whatever Osmond Theater. I said, I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere cold. It's somewhere in Utah. It's looks it's awful. Salt Lake. It's Salt Lake. Everything's in Salt Lake. Sure, sure. Or Provo, Provo, where the where a lot of the Mormons are. Well, that's snow though. Was it? Snow well, they, it was. It was a lot of oh. snow. It looked cold. Their outdoor stuff looked okay, cold. Then, then it's probably their their place up in in Provo. Then yeah. Um. So yeah. There, but there was only instead of doing like a fifty fifty outdoor or live show set show, they did one or two numbers live outdoor which is probably i'm assuming it must have been their whole christmas show that they were doing and then they just filmed a couple numbers for the tv special i don't know um but they they're they're moving the focus indoors because i'm sure they're like oh fuck this outdoor bullshit it's too cold who wants to bother with all that um so i've still got 79 80 and 81 to get through yeah. Oh, so something to look forward to for next week <laughs> yeah. it's so sugary sweet and their teeth on all of them are so big and white oh i know uh, now, it's just amazing they, do you think they just had big teeth or do you think they had their gums cut i was gonna ask you the same thing either the either do you well i think mo- mother has the same shape of mouth and teeth but i don't think her teeth are as big so I mean, I know caps back then were a thing. Do you think they had like their teeth bonded or capped? Because they are really, really white. And it's all of them. Yeah. They all have like just huge fucking teeth. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you know, um, I don't know. And it's not, I, like I said, I know that they had medical or, or dental procedures similar to veneers then but not right. not as not as nice um but yeah donnie and marie's teeth i swear to god it's it's just like and I, of course i'm watching you know it's poor quality 480p mm-hmm. some someone taped it off uh the television back in the day so the on, quality on isn't S- great on sp yeah yeah or, um on sp yes lp uh elp um uh, but yeah, even 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 with the low quality, those chompers really just fucking stand out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. And, and what else is that? It for you? Uh, you know. Uh, oh, I wanted to share this with you because you know I was really looking forward to the bike riders coming out in um, December first, which is Tom Hardy's new film. It's uh, Tom Hardy and oh, oh god, I can't remember her name. She plays Villanelle on. Um, on killing eve um and she's done other stuff but anyway uh the movie was delayed which you know you usually when you hear that the movie's been canned like that or it's changing distributors um you know, like that's not a good sign um but yeah I, I thought it's interesting that it's being delayed until june of 24 which yeah. is still you know your uh tentpole type of things it's not like they were delaying it to january and it's and it's a it's a drama right yeah bikers see and it's coming out during the summer that's weird but june beginning of summer that's it's weird i mean i I mean unless they don't expect it to be a big movie um because why would you i mean the thing is you either have 
Because it's just like Oppenheimer was an oddity coming out in during the summer because usually dramas wait until fall and uh, and winter. Wow, that's true. Uh, so that that's the only thing that surprises me, unless this ends up they think they have like a new wild one, you know. For a, that's a what I'm thinking because generation. It's, it's got uh, the reviews they've had on it. I've read are really good. Um, and I, I was just reading something else that, um, I think people are so burned out on the comic book movies that, um, maybe the studios are finally thinking, okay, we, we need to, if Oppenheimer and Barbie did extremely well, maybe we should stop pushing out all this Marvel shit and give, give our audiences some variety in the summertime, well, something to watch, you know, it's just, um it's just terrible it it really is i'll tell you we couldn't have picked a better time to stop reviewing movies than we did i would say that the movies in the last i mean sure there's been a few movies that are good i'm not even going there but the majority of the movies have been either terrible or just uninteresting you know just oh yeah I mean, I mean, and that's always, I could say we've always, there's never been a year where we've never had at least one good movie. Um, but yeah, when they stopped letting us see the stuff that I wanted to see, which was a tower, and then we got nothing but just fucking comic book movies year after year or sequel after sequel after sequel. Well, and it was like they, they were pumping out like three or four a year. Yeah. You'd get Ant-Man, you'd get Iron Man, you'd get... Uh, you know, uh, uh, the adventures, and then after that, they'd throw out uh, Miss Marvel or something, and you're just like, enough, yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I agree, the same thing is happening with DC, except they can't do them as well as Marvel, but they're right. still doing too many, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I thought that was, I'm so now I've got that. On my calendar, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it in June, hopefully. Um, yeah, and then that's it for me. Okay, well, that's it for me as well. And uh, uh, happy holidays to everyone, and we'll talk to you next time.